on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus. We are hanging out at Dead Words Brewing. Yeah, we just had a little screening for my new television show, Restaurants on the Radar. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bus. And I'm just a real woman hanging out at a brewery wishing you'd buy me a drink. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I'll buy you a drink, Brendan. I don't care if you're a real woman or, or, or not. That <laughs> says a lot about you, John. <laughs> I just want some company. Here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in our Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We're... Uh, we're on the edge of Paramore, right? We now. are. We're on OBT. Yeah, West Lakes. Yeah, we are uh, at, at Dead Words Brewing. I mean, I've never been here. Which is crazy because we've. I think we've done two episodes here before. I feel like you go here with other people. <laughs> well, I apologize. You take, you take all your fancy friends here. Uh-huh. You don't bring me here. You're just fancy enough, John. Right. It's very nice. It's a very nice brewery. I think it's one of my favorite breweries. It's a cool spot. In the region. We had a bunch of beers here tonight. Great beers. Great beers. Great food, too. Great food. Yeah. And then it's got like this old school, like they have- And uh, you can hear a siren going by on OBT. Sirens. <laughs> it's just really pretty. But we're, we're, we're here because of a special reason, Brendan. Because I just did a screening of my new TV show. Yeah, you did. Yeah. What's rest- it called? Restaurants on the Radar. It's uh, with Very Local, which is the new channel put out by Hearst Media. Where can I get this channel? You can go If you have Roku or Amazon Fire Stick, you can also get the app for your phone for Very Local, and you can watch it there. Awesome. And maybe get one of those little uh, projectors for your phone and watch it on your mm-hmm. rooftop, your ceiling, when you're laying in your bed feeling <laughs> sexy. How would you describe your show brendan what's uh, it like my mom put it best it's 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 basically like i go out to restaurants and learn about the food and the reasons behind it my mom called it gay fieri <laughs> <laughs> which is I not like wrong that. that's not it's wrong it's not wrong it's uh-huh. just me being you know a little gayer than normal really but in front of a camera yeah no it was good it was good we went to I, I watched the first two episodes here at the premiere uh-huh went to pom-poms Went to uh, Chicken Fire. Chicken Fire. That was in the second episode. What was the first episode? We did Shauna's. That's like a Caribbean soul food place. A little bit place. out west. Gotha, uh-huh. which I actually didn't pick. The production team did. I'm glad. It was good. I'd never been there. It was really good. They make a great oxtail, and they taught me how to make oxtail there, too. We did uh, The Pinery. Which is an Ivanhoe village. We did uh, Pom Pom Sandwicheria, and there was one more, and I can't remember what it is, but it's crazy. You can mm-hmm. watch it for yourself. Again, very local is the name of the app. Just Google it, and you'll find out how to watch it. Awesome. Online. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really pumped. Shout out to Adrenaline Films for making it like it's a real TV show. And they're a local uh, production company. They are, yeah. They were hired by Hearst Media to make this show. Uh, hopefully, we get another season. I, I assume they're just going to wait and see how it does. Uh, you know, and just look at the numbers and see if it's worth upping it again. Because originally, when we started it, John, it was called Restaurants on My Radar with oh. Brendan O'Connor, and now it's called Restaurants they get rid of you, on the they Radar. Wanna, they want to, they want to at least make it so. <laughs> Which they I can understand. Have somebody else be the host. They call it making it evergreen. If you have some sort of untimely death in a car accident, they don't want to be yeah. be uh, locked in, fall into someone's butt and uh-huh. die. Like I don't know what could okay. happen. Yeah. So download uh, very local on your on your Roku on your. Uh... Thanks for coming, John. No, I had a good time. Thank you, and you helped me set up, which was very nice. It was uh, good. It's good stuff. Yeah, we'll All do right. more of that. It was fun to sh- to put out the movie screen and and uh, just drink beers with a bunch of people. It was good. 
Well, I was. Really, we had like a thousand people here too. It was. It, it was, was huge. So, so many packed, people. So packed. It's so funny. I was nervous we were gonna get too many people, and I think uh, we, we had, had to like, turn what? people away. It was <laughs> so big. <laughs> Probably like forty people. Uh-huh. Right? We're like, you gotta go see it next time. <laughs> Fat ass bank showed up there in one. They're in episode. Three, they showed up with some of their cookies. We were giving out avocados from our backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good night. Good night. All right. What was your week like? Uh, my week, what did I do this week? I know I went roller skating because I do that every week, I feel like. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. I think are, that's about Are your it. legs getting big? I feel like it. Yeah. I feel like I could probably bench a few. Let's ask your wife real quick. Pounds. Leanne, is your man's, are your man's legs getting bigger? Oh, come on. Oh, we're going to have to swear? bleep that out. Mark bleep the time. Oh, my geez. gosh. You can't. What a horse lady what she is. What do you think we are? <laughs> what, a, what are you, a farmer you or something? Cinemax? No, you're not, you're not allowed <laughs> on, on for another 300 episodes, Leanne. That God. was your one try, and you messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, How about you, Brandon? What was your week like? I was good. Just ramping up for this. We uh, we've got some special projects coming coming that we're doing with my buddy Mike. You know who works with me at Bungalow Media, and uh, we're just we're just you know keeping the hustle going. Cool. Yeah, hustling. Awesome. We want to talk about the news? Let's do it. All right. Three rabbis, two reverends, and a Buddhist lama. This is a joke. With one L. Uh huh. Walk into the bar. And sue the state. Did you hear about this? No. So they're filing, this group, three rabbis, two reverends, and a Buddhist, are are filing a suit against the state of Florida. I know we don't do politics. Is it about abortion? It is. That's what I thought. No, I think I do know what you're talking about. I just, I I had to write, we had to talk about it Mm because it's too interesting. Uh, They're suing the state against, for saying that the abortion law, this recent one, violates their religious freedom. Yes. Rabbis are saying that it's mandated in certain narrow circumstances for Jewish people to sometimes have an abortion. And they've been debating this issue for thousands Thousands of years. years. So it's kind of codified like what you can and can't do according to their religion. And so one of the rabbis said... Uh, you know, according to the religion, the fight against abortion is Christian in nature. It, he says, I support Christians' right to practice it, but the to practice the religion rather. But the government telling me to follow a law according to Christian faith is horrific. Uh-huh. And we'll just leave it there. I think the, I, I could be wrong, Brendan, but does it have to do with like when they determine life begins or, or is there I more so. to I it? There's probably more to it. I didn't dive into it as much, uh-huh. but I'm sure that's what it is. And also, um, uh, you know, if there's rape or incest, yes. I'm sure that's codified. I heard I, there was a whole well. NPR interview about I'd this. i ask your wife, but ago. I'm afraid she'll swear. And yeah, I know she she's studied a, she's religion. She's a cursor. She's like a sailor. <laughs> but but speaking, of, speaking of that, I don't know if you followed this today. Governor DeSantis uh, suspended the state attorney I in, saw. in Hillsborough County. But I didn't see why. So he basically said, and once again, there's probably more to this, but the governor said. Let's simplify it. Okay. Yeah. The governor <laughs> said that the state attorney in Hillsborough County uh-huh. is, said that he's not going to follow the law when it comes to uh, prosecuting abortion uh, rights and, and wow. it's more to it there's it's more complex than that but basically but again, apologize be- we've been drinking beer because we're <laughs> celebrating but basically the governor says if you're not going to do your job to uh, prosecute these crimes i'm going to take you out of office and so he suspended him which is kind of crazy because this was a a, a a duly elected state attorney 
Who, Which I didn't know you could do that executive order to suspend an elected official. Apparently, well, they official. say if you're not doing your job or you say you're not going to do your job because he signed. The, the, he's doing his job. He's just not doing what the, the governor wants The state wants attorney to do. Uh, signed a pledge that said I'm not going to prosecute certain things, and so he was one. I don't. I don't know if he was the only one in Florida or one of the ones in Florida. So the governor said, "Well, if you're not going to do your job, you're you're. I'm going to take you and suspend you from office." Which to me. If you disagree with him, fine. But he's a he's a duly elected person, and if you're mad about it, it's funny because I watched the governor's press conference. He said, you know, in California they have these radical state attorneys, and they just they just took one out in San Francisco. They just recalled one. The difference is here, Brendan. They recalled him. It was a it, the the San Francisco voters said, we don't want you no more. We're going to do a recall. Yeah, and that's recall. democracy. That's different than saying, I'm just going to suspend you. Yeah. So, like, so then it, it, it goes to show, like, well, what if the governor doesn't like Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer, doesn't like what you're doing? Can he suspend him? Can he suspend a sheriff? Can he suspend a... I'm sure it'll be challenged in court. Absolutely. Right? That, I mean, absolutely. But in so, the meantime, there's nobody in that position, right? And, and or I, he appointed somebody. He appointed somebody. And mm-hmm. I think this goes to, like, I'm going to take you out. Mm-hmm. And all my followers are going to love it. Mm-hmm. And then if it gets challenged in court, oh, well, I did what I tried to do. Well, I can't help that the court did this. We're going to clap back. I'll tell you what. Anyway, ah, no anyway. more politics. All right. Unless something else comes <laughs> up on my list. I can't remember what's on my list. Oh, right. You hear about this hot potato sunrail handoff that's about to happen? Is this like, this has been in the works for a long time. And yes, and actually right. since it started. Yeah, so they we, knew seven years afterwards. Right, because FDOT, they were like, we'll run the Sunrail stuff for you, but there's an end to this. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's got to be on the municipalities and counties that are that it's servicing, right? Which is fair, I think, right? And it's coming up. Start about the Sunrail, you ready? Go. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's Sunrail, if you don't know, it's a 61 mile, is that right? It's far. It's from 61 mile commuter. I messed up in my write up. I missed a one and I said, and I said six mile. (laughs) And someone was like, that's the biggest commuter rail in the country. Mm -hmm. It goes from Winter Park to Orlando. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I was high when I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) You pretty much You should put a disclaimer for everything. For everything. Everything I write, I'm stoned. The views and opinions of this writer are he's high. (laughs) He's high. It's the only thing that gets me through my life. <laughs> uh, they, so what? Four counties, 17 stations. Uh, They're going to be adding DeLand uh, in 2024. Which would be awesome because downtown DeLand's pretty cool. And it's a hike to get up I, there. I would definitely take the train to get to DeLand. Uh, Sanford's tough because it's not downtown. You still got to somehow get from uh, the station in Sanford oh, yeah. to downtown Sanford. And you can't De- walk there. No, and DeBerry's a little bit. That's there interesting. There ain't nothing in DeBerry. Although there's that cool, we did a thing with Sunrail oh, yeah. there and we did the trails and stuff. There's very few things to do. Yeah. But DeLand, if it actually stopped near downtown DeLand, that's like something to do. DeLand was built around a, a railway, it's right? It's an old so, town. Yeah, so that's why they, it, it works it for does. some of these places that were built around railways if because they their downtown ever, is close to them. If they could ever get it from DeLand to the beach... It would kill it, but oh I don't gosh, know if that's going to happen. If we could get to the beach, take the beach train. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, yeah. Be singing Cat Stevens <laughs> the whole time? Uh, anyway, I just find it interesting. You got, what, twenty June of 2024, uh, they're going to be... So what happens? The the It's going to revert. FDOT will no longer be funding it. It's going to go to Orange County, Osceola, Seminole, Volusia, and the city of Orlando. Oh, wow. Will be footing the bill, which is another reason why county... Wants to get in uh, this transportation tax because, like, where else are they going to get? Somebody's got to pay, pay for, for that because the ridership ain't going to pay for it's it. It's not paying it. it but ain't paying ridership, for it. But that's fine. Never it's pays true. for it's public true. transportation. Yeah, yeah. Links, 
Ridership's not paying for not even say You could say the, the New York City transit. Like, I don't think the people no. that pay to go ride the subway in New York pay for it. But you the whole need cost. it. We need Absolutely. it for everybody. Absolutely. Sure, you got a car, but not everybody's got a car and they need to work. Yeah, it don't cover the whole thing. That, I mean, no. government, same as a road. The I 4 doesn't pay for itself. We pay for that. Can you hear all these cars going by? Oh, we're on OBT. That's what happens. That's loud. Mm-hmm. Um, Too bad they're not on Sunrail. It'll be a little quiet. Do you want to talk about these checkpoints downtown? I do. Oh, my gosh. I, do. I know you got all that. Do you have enough time to we talk about it? We have plenty of time. So, so we should start by <laughs> there have been several shootings in downtown Orlando in the last year. Seven people just got shot in this recent incident. None, none killed, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this happened on, what, Saturday night, Sunday morning, early, right after 2 a.m. when bars were letting out. This happened at Wall Street and Orange Avenue. And so I think two days later, Monday, Tuesday, Mayor Dyer says, look, we need to do something about this. We're going to start having checkpoints downtown. I don't really know exactly what that means. Is it like they're going to like barricade it all? Kind of, yeah. Okay. There's going to be six different checkpoints, I believe. Uh, but really just for Orange Avenue. It's so not going to apply I- for Magnolia. It's, it's not going to be. It's just going to be this. Where is it? Between uh, probably Central and South Street or, or Pine Street? Street and Washington Street. So not a huge. They just they know where there's a problem area. Uh-huh. And the problem area is near Wall Street, uh, which which some certain clubs. And there, I I would venture to say maybe they're racially profiling these venues because that's what if you can see it in the comments, that's what people are saying. Okay, and it's very interesting to see because I can tell you if you're just patrolling this one spot, but Brendan, no, oh, like like Brendan, uh huh. But like the mayor, I do feel like the mayor's hands are kind of tied on this. Like he has to do something, or he at least to, yeah. show that he's doing something because because no matter what you do, Brendan, you can't have people getting shot in your downtown Orlando and then say. Come to downtown Orlando. It's a great place to bring your family and, John and said have a that. good time. John, he said that. The uh, mayor, John Dyer. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, like calling him Buddy for some reason. Well, because it's fake. Don't tell me it's not his name. Madonna's name is probably not Madonna, but no. you still got to call her Madonna. I, unless he tells me that Beyonce he, has a last name. Unless he dead named himself. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Okay. He, it's, this is marketing, and I'm not buying right. by the marketing. Well, Marilyn his Monroe's name is, name is not Marilyn Monroe. Her name is Norma Jean, but we call her Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Just telling you, <laughs> Marilyn Marilyn Monroe. He ain't. Okay, you know, that's what <laughs> I gotta say. Um, he said that he had a little. When when did he do his uh, his talk on, on the August first Monday? Tuesday, yeah, Monday or Tuesday, Monday. Yeah, yeah, he did a little talk because the shooting happened what Saturday, Sunday, S- Saturday night, Sunday morning, in the wee hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, like, hey, we we've got to do something. And basically, my hands are tied because of lobbyists. Like, we can't oh. do much with gun laws, but yes. what I can do is make sure people who are illegally possessing guns who are trying to enter downtown without well, a permit. The problem are not might, allowed to enter. They might not be illegally possessing guns. I mean, I, I don't know if these people are allowed to have their firearms or not. They might have concealed carry permits. I, I don't really know. But shooting people is obviously illegal. Yeah, at so. least. But at least they're going to get rid of the illegal offenders, I guess. That's the one thing they can do. Is yeah, like, they can do that. And they're going to have gun dogs there. I, it's just it's just a hard situation for the mayor because there's only so much he can do. They just want what they're really trying to do is make it harder for people who are going downtown to cause some trouble. Yeah. To feel, they don't want them to feel comfortable downtown. No, so if you if you do that, if you say we're going to do barricades, we're going to do metal detectors, we're going to do dogs, whatever, 
uh, if you're somebody who maybe has a gun and, and wants to go downtown, you might say, you know, maybe I'm not going to go downtown tonight because I know I'm going to Yeah, gonna it's going to be easier for me to do some trouble over exactly. in so Soto it might, it, or it's something. It's just a preventive thing. But the, the flip side of that, though, Brendan, is if you own a business downtown that you run a bar... Are your numbers going to go down of people that don't want to come hang out there anymore? I'll tell you, they don't want to go through the trouble. The busiest places downtown through the pandemic were the ones that had the most issues. Uh huh. I tell you that right now, and Mm. it's and they were very busy. They're the ones where people were wearing you know dental floss for bottoms, (laughs) and and that's they got a lot of problems, a lot of a lot of complaints. I I just don't know the best way to solve it. I mean, I don't either. I don't either. That's why we're not in those positions and I'm not in charge of Mm. of policing it. He's got to start somewhere. It's a little bit late. He's, he's, we've been seeing this for the past two years, the spike in crime. Uh, you're the outdoor speaker per, you know, ordinance is not going to do it. No. Getting rid of sidewalk cafes is going to make it worse because there's less people outside to keep an eye on things. So, like, the fact that now he's, like, going to stamp down and, and put in some checkpoints, cool. That's one thing that maybe can help. But we also need to have, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't need, really know the answer know because, like, this is not a situation that's unique to Orlando. I mean, no. people I think in the New Orleans term- have guns, too, and they go out and they drink and they have issues probably in the French quarter. The long-term solution, and I say solution in quotation marks, that I'm that I'm betting we're going to see from City Hall is that they're not going to be uh, issuing permits for more bars to replace the bars that are closing. So when mm-hmm. a bar closes, they're going to make sure they're incentivizing things that are not bars. So like, And I've heard from the DDB or people who are working with the DDB, like with Church Street, they don't want that to be an entertainment district. They want more retail. They want cool coffee shops and things that are going to service like a daytime or family friendly economy uh not what's going to bring back church street but at least it's not going to be things that uh foster uh, more violent late night actions okay but then you got to create an environment where people want to go down there and shop like like if you put a what what are you gonna put there a suit store the shop has got to be easy access people uh people don't want to go shopping when you got to park in a garage and walk and you don't like super that cool stuff like you and need you to have, make it really cool it's got to be critical mass shopping mm-hmm. too like uh, like all of the like shopping 50 units. stores yeah. yeah and you ain't gonna do that with one shop that sells trinkets that say thanks for coming no, to orlando like no. you need a lot of stuff you're not like we're seeing that in ivanhoe village the what the retails shops that last the longest are ones that are abutting uh, food and beverage uses like mm. Maffrey's is right next to Hammered Lamb, so they get a lot of bleed over uh, traffic from that. You know, or same. I don't know what the other ones are right next to there, but th- those retail uses do better when they're closer to spots people are already going to fuel up later in the day. But even those places, I mean, they're closed at six. Yeah. I mean, they're they ain't open until midnight. No, because that's not the kind of traffic they're going to get. No, no. I don't know. I, like I said, I don't Happy know. It's hour not traffic. an easy. It's not an easy solution. No, but they could look. I got, I don't know someone. I think you said this a couple of episodes again, uh, ago. John is like, who who has handled this before? I don't. Right? I mean, other cities have bars downtown, have yeah. clubs downtown, have people that drink, have people that have guns. So, like, what do yeah. they do different that we are not doing? Or well, I, I just don't think Orlando is that unique. We all. We, we, not really in that sense, but we have a nighttime economy manager. Mm-hmm. That's which not that's very progressive, right? And that's their role is to look at the safety and function of the nighttime economy mm-hmm. in a central business district. 
I'm not even allowed to talk to the one that we have right now. <laughs> they don't let him talk to the public, to the to the media. Yeah. They just don't let him talk to the media. So his job now is to like push paper. But meanwhile, we have these hard-hitting questions of like, what do you have planned to go downtown? And it's not his role anymore. And I think the longer you have downtown issues like that, the more you're going to have people that are from Oviedo, from Winter Springs, from Winter Garden that say... Why would I go downtown Orlando if I'm going to get shot? Now that might be no, no. I know how that how crazy that sounds. I know, but I'm it's telling not, yes, you, it sounds crazy. But I'm telling you, there's people that live in in suburban places, and I shouldn't just say suburban places. People that live in Orlando that say I don't go downtown no more because I don't feel safe. And whether that's a true statement or if that's a what you believe, it doesn't matter. I think there's also a shift in demographic that's happening downtown. So maybe there's a perception of it not being safe. I don't think it's it, like perception or not. When four people, when there's four shootings in a year like yeah. that's true like that that's not a perception that happened i know but there's that didn't also happen when i was going downtown 10 years ago i know that i know of there's other <laughs> i don't know like I, I have said, other things to say about it and i don't know how to there's, say it there's yet, not but. an easy solution but there and i don't know if 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 uh this whole blocking it off is going to be the solution because that's not a long-term thing you can't just have it's not like you're getting into a concert to go downtown. But you know what? Why not treat it like that? And like, and if 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 you're gonna have, if you're gonna block off the streets anyway to traffic, mm-hmm. why not make it like a gateway? You're already kind of making it a gateway to downtown and the street party. Why not enforce it so you can talk to people and, and ahead of them going to the? I bars? mean, I guess the worst that can happen is you you see what happens. Like maybe it's a. a, a you're trying. Like you're trying something to see how it's going to work out. It's something. I'm glad they're doing something. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, according to the comments on our Facebook, you know, uh, concerning the story that mm-hmm. we shared, a lot of people are upset. The Instagram one's even worse. Who people? But I don't tell know. me your solution then. Like, what's your? If that's oh, not none it. of these people have any solutions. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, they just don't like being told what to do. Orlando Weekly's article. Did you read it? Uh, I don't know. It opened by saying basically like it's the end. Like. It's infringing on people's freedom, and, which and I thought well, that's a far right kind of stance <laughs> for Orlando Weekly to take yeah. on people. I mean, downtown. I, I guess I understand that argument, but like, tell me your solution then. Like, uh, like if if we, we can't keep doing what's been going on because because once again, stop closing the streets. Keep having people stop closing the shot. streets to traffic. Stop closing the streets. You want people to stop hanging out in the streets? Uh huh. Just end, make cars drive make by. Make cars drive by. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then they can't hang out in the streets anymore, and then they're going to be forced to go inside. All right. We got to take a break. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. It has an on-site bar, a restaurant, and tons of comfy couches and table service options to maximize your movie viewing experience. Screening this week is I Love My Dad on August 5th, which is inspired by a true life story about a father played by Patton Oswalt, who wants to reconnect with his troubled son, so he impersonates a waitress online so he can check in with him. But then his son falls in love with his digital alter ego, and things happen. We hope, like, it doesn't get too crazy. Other notables include Perks of Being a Wallflower on the 9th, starring Emma Watson and Ezra Miller before he grew up and started slapping everyone in Hawaii. The Heroic Trio on Saturday, starring Maggie Chung, Michelle Yeoh, and Anita Moy, kicking some kung fu butt while overcoming dark pasts and an evil baby-snatching eunuch. 
Grease 2, starring Michelle Pfeiffer, is screening Monday on the 15th. And there's more. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movie. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing, John? I am I am great. I am really, really great right now, but I got a question for you. All right. So let's say I get in an accident and I hire you, which I would because you're the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. How long is my case going to take? A day? A month? A year? So, you know, typical lawyer answer is it depends. But, you know, most cases probably take three to six months. Now, if it goes to trial, if it's more complicated, if you're filing a lawsuit, then it could take year, you know, a year or sometimes a couple years. Um, you know, most cases, though, they resolve prior to filing a lawsuit. It usually takes around three to six months. But again, every case is different. It depends on the complexities of the cases. If liability is disputed, meaning if the other side's saying they're not at fault or not. So there's a lot of factors that determine how long a case takes. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Brendan, did you know that you and I wrote a book? I seem to recall. Yeah, it's got a hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. Yes, it is a guidebook to all the fun things that you can do in Central Florida. Things you might not have heard of. Things that we might have been keeping secret just to put in this book. I'm going to tell one secret. Pinball Lounge. Ooh, we love the Pinball Lounge. Orlando Wetlands Park. That's two secrets. Yes. You got one more? Uh, Skydiving somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Go to 100thingsorlando.com to get your copy signed today this is brendan o'connor for orange county library system here to tell you about social workers at the library social workers at orange county library system are available and ready to help you with the services you need library social workers provide one-on-one assistance and referrals for a variety of services. Dedicated professionals are in office to answer any questions you have about career skills training, counseling and mental health services, food and SNAP benefits, government services, healthcare marketplace, immigration, information about housing, and reemployment guidance. Walk-ins are available at some branch locations. For more information on library social worker services to make an appointment or to find your nearest library location, visit OCLS.info slash social workers or call 407-835-7323. This project was funded under the provisions of the Library Services and Technology Act from the Institute of Museum Library Services. Florida's LSTA program is administered by the Department of State's Division of Library and Information Services. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. Uh, and I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. How dare you burp to our listeners? Well, I'm just sharing how good Gross. my supper was. We're Gross. hanging out at Dead Words Brewing uh, over on OBT. Yeah, we are. Because we're cool like that. Kind of new. It's probably been here less than a year, right? I'd say less than a About year. About a year, roughly. Yeah. 
brewery, fact, good pizza, the, good, the, good the, everything. The name comes from uh, the guy who opened it. He was the lawyer for Darden Restaurants. He was inspired by the first beer recipe, which was written in an extinct language. And uh, like Babylonian. How did they know it was a beer recipe if it was an extinct language? Because they decoded it. They figured it out. And they figured out it's really like a hymn to a beer Like a Dan Brown novel, it sounds like. It is kind of like a Dan Brown. And so Dead Words is a nod to extinct languages. And when you come here, it kind of looks a little bit temple-ish. And they have all these cool artifacts on the shelves. And I'm a big fan. And this is where we just had the screening for my new show, Restaurants on the Radar, with Very Local. Yeah. And we, we saw two episodes, but you can stream it on, on Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. Uh-huh. So download it. get an app them. on your phone if you want to watch it there. It's all up to you. But we're talking about all the headlines, and we were just talking about something a little contentious, which is crime downtown and how mm-hmm. to solve it. And Don't know. Yeah, glad I'm not trying to solve that issue. You live closer to downtown than I do. Oh, like marginally. <laughs> I'm in Mills 50. Yeah, I'm in College Park. We got problems in Mills 50, too. Yeah, we don't have problems in College Park. You need Park. to buy Coke, you go to Mills 50, <laughs> right? You can tell because there's little baggies everywhere. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. We don't go. have that in College Park. No. Uh-oh. We're safe in College no, Park. because there's nobody in the streets supporting College Park businesses. No. Yeah. I'll say College Parkers what? don't support College Park businesses. I don't know. Some of them we do. Yeah. That Starbucks is busy all the time. I don't care what <laughs> anybody says. But, like, try to get an independent coffee shop on Edgewater. Which one? Try to. I'm just saying, have you seen one? A coffee shop? That does well for a long time and it's still there? Uh-uh. No. They're going to Starbucks. Yeah, Cafe Linger's it, been doing all right. Oh, Cafe Linger's wonderful. I went to Kelly's uh, Ice Cream the other night, and it was amazing. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Over uh, in the old Bagel Fox Bruno? T- no, where Foxtail is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Is it just ice cream now? I, no, it's Foxtail and Kelly's Ice Cream. Is it cute? It's very, well, I was outside. Okay. I had my dogs with me. Oh, you um, walked them yeah, over? Yeah, we, well, we, we drove there and then took a walk around the, the golf course with our oh. ice cream. Yeah, you, it's take, very you good. take your dogs outside into we, the, into in the, on the golf course. You can walk your dogs there if it's night. Nobody yeah. knows. Should you leave it there? Leave like little poops everywhere. No, no poops. We, we picked them all up. Okay. We picked them all up. <laughs> mm. Hashtag pick up your poops. Uh, we'll keep talking about news. Yeah, right. yeah. That's why I'm here, Brandon. That's why I show up every Thursday. <laughs> talk about, talk about news. News. Mm-hmm. Main streets. The Orlando main streets are hosting an event called Sip and Savor. It's their take on like. A pre-fee menu promo thing. I feel like every month we got to talk about a new one. Did Magical Dining starts at the end of the month. It does. And uh, Sip and Savor is going to start on Monday, August 8th. What do I get? And how much? Depends. It's not even a preview, really. I think it's just like a special. So what do I get? And where can I go? Depends. Every every. I'll tell you the participating districts. And then you have to go to their websites to find out which businesses are I participating. Like if you're part of the Main Street, you should have to... Girl, I got, I got things <laughs> to say. You should have to I participate. To I got things to say. Stipulation. All right, so tell me the ones that are, are part of it. Well, Audubon Park, College Park, uh, Curry Ford West, Ivanhoe Village, Mills 50, Paramore, Soto, Sorry, Thornton who's Park. not part of that? Uh, Sabupa, the Gateway. They're not participating. Oh, all right. And uh, I don't think Mills, Mills 50 is in there. I don't know. All right, so most of them are. Most of them. And uh, you can get menu, special menus, specialty items, reduced prices, and this year's event also includes bars with special drinks. Cool. Sip and Savor. Sip and Savor. We're a sponsor this year. <laughs> a media sponsor. So go check them out.
I like we like we gotta support our local. So you get you, you pay a certain amount and you get a three course meal or something or just a special. It depends. It's different like at every participating bar. I'm not. We're not organizing it. We just want to really sell it. You're, you're selling it like well, crazy. You can save some coins, you know. Just keep your eye out for a special menu when you're supporting a local restaurant. We'll do. Yeah, we'll even do. ask them. Be like, you guys doing any like special promo stuff? What's up? What you got? So you should say every time you go to a restaurant. Yeah, because I feel like every month there's a magical dining. There's a sip and savor. What's the other one? Um, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it. Bite thirty. Yeah, bite thirty. Yeah. That was the Orlando Weekly one, which I just heard they've only got two sales guys right now. No, Orlando Weekly. We gotta get. Time. We gotta get voted best of, Brendan. Don't talk Guys, trash about them. Well, too late. They were, try, <laughs> they were trying to get me to buy an ad. Oh, they do, they do that for everybody though. I was like, we're not gonna buy an ad. <laughs> Orlando Weekly, are you kidding? The kind of smack you guys. You should talk ask them what us? the cheapest, smallest ad is. Yeah. I said, I'll we'll do buy it that. if you guys stop regurgitating <laughs> our stories. I'll, I'll think about Maybe buying Maybe you can trade them ads. Yeah, trade. We'll trade you. They, they actually, someone in their promo team was trying to get us to promote uh, their tequila, tacos and tequila event. And we were like, yeah, if you can promote one of our events. They're like, yeah, oh, I don't. fair trade. That's what we asked. And they were like, oh, no, I don't think we oh, can. Well, then why I, would we do it for you? I know. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? I'm glad we asked. <laughs> me, me and Mike had a good laugh about that. Salty Donuts having a design competition. That's that new. It's the they're based in Wynwood. They have a location in Audubon Park. I would venture to say they're the best donuts in Orlando. When they first opened, they were always busy. Lines out the door. I don't know if it's still like that. Not as busy. So uh-huh. they try to come up with a lot of little promotions. So I can events. design it. If you design a donut, do I have to draw it? Draw, you draw it. Come up with an idea. Do I mail it to them? You can email it to oh, We just right. wrote about it on Bungalore. <laughs> we got a little link. Just click the link and submit your dream donut concept. So wait, do I pick the ingredients and draw it? Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of if work. If you want a winning bid, you don't have to draw it. You could just do list I send them what a you PDF? want to put in it. Or like, is it like a Photoshop thing? <laughs> I'm about to cuss. <laughs> I don't know, John. You can do whatever you want. All right. All right. You can do whatever you want. What would you do? Do I have to make it or do I just draw it? You could draw it. You could make it and say, this is what I put. What would you put in your dream donut? Sugar donut. Okay. That's it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Well, I feel like all donuts have been made. Like, <laughs> Maybe not. You know what I love is like a chocolate glazed donut from uh, uh, Tim Hortons. Does it really good chocolate <laughs> gonna, Is that going to be your idea? Just get a Tim Hortons donut. No, no. But you can even I want like some Tim bits at, at your place. Or something, you know, like put an ice skater on a glazed donut. That's a good idea. And, uh, and like, like with Swedish, Swedish fish under it. It looks like he's on a, like an ice pond. Mm-hmm. That could be cute. You yeah. do whatever you yeah, need yeah. to do. Creme brulee donuts. I don't think I eat enough donuts to want a specific donut. I want one that's not too sweet. Oh, a savory donut. Yeah, Should have one with like a piece a little, of chicken on it, like a f- piece of fried chicken oh, on good. top of the donut. Whoa. Uh-huh. Whoa. Chicken bits. Chicken waffle donut? Yeah. We just won this competition. Did we just win? <laughs> can, we, can we just submit that? Can we send an audio file? Yeah. The audio file. Chicken waffle donut. With syrup on it. With syrup. Chicken and waffle donut. And, uh, and it's a little drumlet mm-hmm. sticking out of the top. Yep. Some people might get mad that it's not a wing. And then you get a little tiny. Uh, Chick on it. Little, Chick on it. <laughs> little tiny bottle of uh, Tabasco sauce comes with it. Oh, that'd be good. One. Yeah. In a bag. Mm-hmm. It'll be hot sauce in my bag, Swag. We just won this. That's what we got. 
<laughs> you guys could not uh, If you submit. think you, you got a better no. idea, you could go ahead and submit. You're dreaming. But we're going to win. If you win. <laughs> what do I get? Donuts do- for a year. No, your donut will be on sale from August 29th to September 4th. And then you can put it on your LinkedIn if you so want. Wait, do I? So wait, I got to come up with ideas for their restaurant. And they're going to make money off of it? Yeah. And then they'll, I feel like they'll I should tag get you on their Instagram. Free donuts for a year. You could do that. I feel like that should be a prize. <laughs> Not like a thousand donuts, but like one a week. One a week. I like that. Fair. For the rest of your life? Or yeah, 52 a year, donuts? A year, a year, 52 yeah. donuts. 52 donuts. You can get them all at once or you can spread it out. I like that. Okay. Remember Mason Jar Provisions? I in do. Thornton it was Park? one of my favorite places that we went to. While they closed their Thornton Park location, mm-hmm. they kept teasing me. AJ Haynes, he kept saying, Brendan, we're going to find a bigger and better place somewhere, but I can't tell you where. Could be Mills 50. Who knows? It's Mills 50. It's Winter Park. Oh. And the Manzano's Deli place. Oh. Which, like, I tried to call Manzano's because they haven't announced that they're closing. Uh-huh. But uh, this is on a loam. Oh, wait. What, right by Rollins College. Yeah, right, right across the street. Right by there. that Tin and Taco mm-hmm. place there. Um, and it's they're going to call it something different. This is called the Hen and Hog. And it's a lot of their favorite dishes from Mesa Jar, which is like southern staples, you know, in a contemporary setting. And city. this was in Thornton Park right next to Burton's. Yeah, and AJ Haynes, who uh, who started it, he's worked for like Wolfgang Pox, Morimoto Asia. Like he's a real chef; he knows what he's talking about. So his food is delicious. And uh, he said, people, he was the reason he moved was because he just kept getting complaints from families and stuff who wanted to come by and eat there, but they couldn't because they were next to the Burton's crowd, and uh, he didn't want to deal with it anymore. So he was like, I could get something bigger and better. They're going to do kind of a table service, a little bit more casual, fine dining. And uh, I wish him the best. He I was very like that nice. That strip right there is a tough location, though, isn't it? I've never seen something do me neither. Super, super well. Me on that Location, yeah. Because uh, you think you're going to get all these students from Rollins. Yeah. I don't know if people if they walk over there or not, or their chauffeurs bring them over there. I don't. I don't really know. There's that big blue donut truck was there. They didn't do well. What did you say? I, I said I don't know if their chauffeurs bring them over there <laughs> or not. <laughs> no. Didn't you go to Rollins? I did, but yeah, yeah. night school. Ah, okay. Night school. Yeah, they didn't want you around. They're like, come at no. night, Brendan. Although they keep asking me. I, I kind of got in trouble. The, the environmental studies department wanted to put my photo on their website. Because mm-hmm. like, you're like a proud alumni. alumni. And you I didn't was, want that. No, I said, what? Because I'm not a proud alumni. I'm just an alumni. <laughs> I, I actually just put on my Facebook, like, if you could get your money back from college, would you? And I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I learned, I learned a lot, but I could have read all those books on my own mm-hmm. and saved a lot of money. And then, uh, and I think I would have. <laughs> I think I would have. So anyway, my point was just <laughs> nothing along that strip seems to do like super great. No, it's tough because Rollins College kids don't walk. Yeah, and the parking there kind of sucks. They have forty spots apparently behind okay. that parking lot, and it's kind of there's uh, Ace, well not Ace Hardware, What's I, Millers, that? Millers, mm-hmm. which has been around forever. They do well. They're like the beefy king of hardware stores uh-huh. in Central Florida. Let's <laughs> keep going. Anyway, go check them out. We just wrote about it. Nobody else has picked that story up. I don't think. Only on Bungalow. Great, Lizzie McCormick's downtown closing. Is this because? Of shootings downtown, or it's part of it. They're that's they don't like uh, staff doesn't feel safe. 
rents going up. They're not getting enough customers anymore because people, there's a perception of crime downtown and mm. they're seeing it. They talk about that on their website. They're super bummed, uh, but they're looking, they're looking and open to try to do another Lizzie McCormick somewhere else in town is what they say. They already bought, uh, Conrad Shanty. Oh, okay. Right? Over there in Mills 50. In Mills 50. She used and, to be the barcade. And the name's going to change, and I don't know what it's changing to. Something with drinkery in it. Uh, I like that, the drinkery. Yeah, I think he's a drinkery. But they're going to change it up a little bit in the near future. I believe you have until September 25th to get your last pudding shot. I know a lot of people like Lizzie McCormick, especially on St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, they've been open for 18 years. Yeah. They were the OG Irish bar downtown. That's there was true. some sort of weird split between the owners and then what's-his-face, I can't remember his name, hopped across the street and he opened up a competing Irish bar. The Molly O'Shannons or something? What yeah. Was it called? Something like that? Uh, O'Shannons? I can't I remember. think Molly O'Shannon was on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Across from the Taco Taco Bell Cantina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't last long. That's it did gone. Not. But now Lizzie's gone that way too. So big bummer. Uh they're gonna try to do a big old St. Patty's Day event at the Conrad Shanty parking lot in twenty twenty three. They're known for their big parties yeah. for St. Patrick's Day. I think Day. I've been there on St. Patrick's Day. Long time. I ago. have too, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Fun they do times. punk shows and mm-hmm. stuff. They work with Mitch. Uh, from shows I go to. He lives down the street from me. We're neighbors. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Got a new baby. Hot mm-hmm. shout out to Mitch. Uh, there's a Top Chef guy opening a spot in Mills 50. I saw this. Over by Ann Hong's. Yeah. Ann Hong's great Vietnamese food place. What's this guy's name? Do you know off the top of your head? I don't know how to say it. Oh. So, so not- I'm going to okay. ruin All it. Right. But it's, it's <laughs> like Hun? Huyen? Uh, that was probably H-U-Y-N-H. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say Hun. Okay. Right? Chef Hun. He currently I'm serves- not going to correct you because I don't really know. <laughs> I should have looked it up before we did this if I was a professional. Maybe he'll invite us to his place, although you oh, messed up his name. Oh, it sounds amazing. So he, he won Top Chef. I want to say season three. He's the director of culinary innovation for the Ome Restaurant Group. That's the company behind Bento Asian Kitchen and Doshi, that place I just mm. went to. How was the that? The Korean-inspired place. Oh, John. So good? Yeah, it was really good. All right. I'm sorry. You didn't That's come. okay. I brought That's my okay. man. My That's gay, all right. gay boyfriend, Scott. He That's came okay. You can take him. One day I'll take you mm. to it. <laughs> we'll be a thruple. It's, it's okay. All right. We got some good restaurant ones coming up, though, you and me. Yeah. We're going to be eating, yeah. eating good for the next month good. and a half. Good. Just so you know. Need it. Anyway, this new place is opening up next to An Hong, and it's called Bang Bang Noodle Co. And Bang Bang Noodles are like kind of spicier. Ooh. And so he's he has a love of noodles, this chef. He loves noodles. Not to be confused with pasta, because pasta is Italiano and noodles is Asian. Uh, and it's going to be located at 1114 East Colonial Drive. Right there at the intersection of Colonial and Mills. Yes. It's been crashed into much less than Anne Hong's. Like today, there was a crash. At Anne Hong's? Uh, right, across, right along Colonial and Mills, uh, somebody died. Their car was split in half. Where? Right at Colonial and Mills this morning at like in the 3 in the morning. Did they hit around anything? There. I don't know. I couldn't tell. I saw the photo, though. Their SUV was split wow. in half. So, like, I don't know... How fast do you People have to be driving? People go real fast on that stretch. Mm. Or somebody else hit them the really hard. No, One of the two. I, you know what? I was picking up Scotty Campbell on Cimarron uh, last what night. What was he doing? Just walking along Cimarron? <laughs> <laughs> picking up from the airport and driving to Cimarron. And I go, I'm an old granny. Mm-hmm. I go the speed limit. Sometimes a little under. People it's get all right. Mad. It's the speed limit. 
And people go crazy on Cimarron, uh-huh. right? And if you're slowing them up, they will let you know oh, yeah. by not using s- signals and just go around you a couple times. The yeah. guy was being intimidated. Use their hand signals to yeah. flip you off, probably. Little did they know I was stoned. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Orlando, the city's suing Mad Cow Theater. Did oh, yeah, they this? are. Yeah, they are. And like, like, we want our stuff back. Overdue. This is, a, this is a bad breakup. We've talked about Mad Cow for what? Oh, yeah. A couple years now? So they, they were downtown in a beautiful space on Church Street for, I don't know, 10 years? I would say. And they were like the, I would say like the premier sort of local theater yes. for a long time. Stopped paying their. They just like stopped paying everybody. Paying everybody back. Paying and actors. Just and made the decision, this conscious decision. We don't need to do this anymore. And they mm-hmm. just stopped paying. And so they haven't paid rent for years? I, I would wanna, say. Yeah. They're like $500,000 they owe to the city. So that's what the Sentinel said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did the math before. I want to say it's like 700000 oh, yeah. And they're at least a million in debt because then lot. they also owe a couple more hundred thousand dollars to the director, Mitzi Maxwell, because she was paying stuff out of pocket without telling the board. And then she put, a mess. footed them with a bill. So anyway. They, so basically the city's like. Leave our space. Leave we, all the equipment. And leave the equipment, and we'll like let bygones be gone. Yeah, you don't have to pay us back the five hundred thousand dollars. You uh, know, so you could just go. Which sounded like a pretty good deal. I agree. But I was, I was <laughs> mad. I was so mad because I was like, "That's crazy." I think That's they were public just, money. I think they're just like, "We just don't want to deal with this. We can all walk away, safe face. You can yeah. leave." But instead. Uh, and part of it was they were supposed to leave the equipment, and the yes. equipment would be used by Orlando Fringe, which and, is moving in to do like an incubator theater program. And it's like $30,000 worth of equipment, I according mean, to the Sentinel yeah, story. Yeah, they Matt, walked off with the equipment. They just like took Everything. It. Sandbags, lights. Um, ticket scanners. Ticket scanners. Mm-hmm. Like everything. And There's, like nobody knows where it is, right? No, it's just gone. And it was the, the Sentinel article. Like we haven't written about this yet because we're just literally talking <laughs> about this now. The Sentinel article was stating that um they talked to mitzi and mitzi yeah. was like the director said oh i haven't seen the lawsuit yet uh-huh. um which, but we walked some, away with happen. everything we were entitled uh, to walk away with okay. is what she said girl <laughs> girl the the it's they literally said you had to leave everything yes and you except for things that were donated to you wasn't that the stipulation like if if, if i was a a patron, and I said, "This is too." I don't even think that was there. I think, I think it was. Leave all the lights. That's everything was, was part of like I think. The and she told it just gutted, but they don't know where it's gutted. Is it in a warehouse? It is it? Yeah, Missy's like playing room? dumb. Like oh, I don't know. I'm like how long? Who is this person? <laughs> Who is this person? I am. I'm incensed. <laughs> and then the city's getting in bed with another theater organization. Yes, Orlando Fridge is nothing like Mad Cow. Mm-hmm. They actually put on shows people want to go to, and. <laughs> That's not fair. People did go to Mad Cow shows. Like five people. No, they were busy sometimes. Busy. All right. They they did okay. Five hundred thousand dollars in good. debt. No, busy. they obviously had some issues, but anyway. I have I just don't under and again, I say this every time we talk about it, I don't understand why we're incentivizing small theater companies in the downtown area for that much money mm-hmm. and then we're giving three hundred thousand dollars basically to orlando fringe to be opening up their spot downtown and all that free stuff i just don't get it because we have a world-class theater just around the corner just come up with scholarships instead to get people into dr phillips i don't i don't we don't You're need a just theater get on rid of that Street. space as a we don't theater need it we don't need it mm-hmm. as a theater not as a publicly incentivized i do think there does i, I do think there 
there does need to be like a local theater scene because like if I'm not if, and but not not for that much money and okay. why does it have to be incentivized that much because now we're just throwing money down the hole because like if you're in local theater if you're like you want to be in a play you, you're not going to open at the Dr. Phillips Center so how do you foster that and maybe that's not the city's job it's, it's probably not, not the, the city's, city's job. job but they also have mayor's matching grants to help you put on your season or okay. like there's smaller incremental things that can mm-hmm. help you put on a pr- like one isolated production i don't think it's in the city's interest to incentivize an entire theater downtown because how do you make that decision and this is a problem i've had with the city's real estate division for as long as i've been looking into this stuff there's no codified rules that say who should get what and how. And I don't understand why some groups are more eligible to be getting free rent and free spaces and subsidized programming more than others. And like clearly there was no checks and balances in with Matt Cow that they list that they existed ten years without paying rent. Nobody was checking for ten years. Like, mm-hmm. yes, they walked out right now with all this equipment. But what about the 10 years where the real estate division for the city of Orlando was not checking that they were getting paid? I feel like, did they never pay rent? I feel like they had to have paid rent at some point and not, then just one day stopped. No, I think they just kind of, it wasn't even rent. They were paying <laughs> utility fees and shared space spaces to, to 55 West. It was what they were supposed mm-hmm. to be paying. And they were supposed to be paying uh, back their, their debt. And they just weren't paying it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. We got to gotta go, Brendan. All right. If you want, there's more stuff to read on bungalore.com. If you have a chance, please check out my new TV show, Restaurants on the Radar and Very Local. And our books are still available at 100thingsorlando.com. And uh, come to Deadwoods Brewing. It's, it's so good right here on OBT between, I don't know, Colonial and Church Street. You'll find it. <laughs> Lots of parking. Great yeah. spot to go before the soccer game. <laughs>